Season one of the Building a Vibrant Community podcast is sponsored by a grant from Southern SARE, Sustainable Agriculture Research and Education. Welcome to the Building a Vibrant Community podcast, where we help people discover new ways to make their communities vibrant communities. Welcome to the Building a Vibrant Community podcast. This is our first episode. I'm here with my co-hosts, Lauren Kobe nichols Hey, everybody. And Rachel Carter. Hey. And I'm James Barnes. And we are with you to talk about, in season one of the podcast, all about food systems, local food systems, how we can help promote those in the state of Mississippi so that we can indeed build a vibrant community all throughout the state. And guys, this is exciting. We've been planning and doing so much to get ready for this. I I just, I'm glad that we're finally here. Me too. It's exciting. We've been working on this for months now, getting ready to launch the podcast. And it's here. And it's here. And our first guest, which is really exciting, our first guest is going to be Andy Gibson, the Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce, uh, the Mississippi Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. He's going to be talking about discover five ways that MDAC, what we call Mississippi Department of Ag and Commerce, MDAC, helps food businesses grow here in the state of Mississippi. And I know we've got part one and two uh, that we're going to do here in the podcast. Part one, he's going to share two things that they're doing at MDAC that'll help your food business grow. And I know we're going to talk about global markets a little bit and also local markets, things that that are happening here too. So I know he's going to share that and uh, I'm excited to hear what he's going to say. I am too. Um, I personally don't know much about SUSTA, so I'm looking forward to just hearing what he has to say about what's going on with them and how SUSTA programs are designed to help small food businesses and uh, I'm a little bit more familiar with Genuine Mississippi, but in part one, I'm looking forward to see how Genuine Mississippi is helping the small business, small food businesses in Mississippi as well. well I'm, I'm really excited about learning more about um, getting into global markets because, as, as you all know, I, I love tourism, and I think our state is, is a wonderful place to, to live and visit. And so I just, I'm excited about seeing how our um, local farmers can participate in that growing our, um, our state image and brand. Well, if you are a food business, you're in for a treat. You're going to get to hear five things over the next two episodes that are really going to help you grow your food business in the state of Mississippi. These are things that the Mississippi uh, Department of Ag and Commerce are doing. Uh, We only have time in the first episode to get through two of them. We're going to talk about global markets and local markets. And then the next three will come in episode two. So let's don't wait anymore. Let's get into the interview with Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce, Mr. Andy Gibson. Commissioner Andy Gibson, we greatly appreciate you being on the podcast. Uh, we have tons of questions for you, Commissioner, and, and with me today is our co-hosts, Rachel Carter and Lauren Colby Nichols. How are you today? Well, I'm doing great today, James. Thank you, uh, Rachel and, and LC. I appreciate you having me here. I'm looking forward to visiting with you this, this uh, great day. Well, it's a pleasure to have you. We We have dedicated season one to the to the podcast all about helping food businesses in Mississippi grow. Yes. And the Department of Ag and Commerce does tons of things to help food businesses grow in our state. That's why we wanted to have you on. And I know you've got five things you wanted to share today about how MDAC does that. And and I think we're going to start kind of global, and then we're going to work our way back local uh, from what I see. And, and, and we've yeah. talked about this a little bit. 
And so tell us these, these five things that you really do to help food businesses grow. I know the first one is international trade support. Uh, walk yeah. us through that a little bit. Yeah, we're going to talk a lot, uh, some about our international trade program that we do, you know, as the Agriculture and Commerce Department. That's a big part of what we do in helping our farmers and our uh, businesses grow their uh, exports around the world because we do produce so much more than we could ever consume here in the state of Mississippi. We are blessed with our production uh, capabilities. And then uh, the other four items, we'll talk about genuine Mississippi and our farmers markets, the farm to school program and agritourism. But uh, back to your question about international trade, uh, we uh, work very closely with the uh, a group that most people probably have never heard of, the Southern United States Trade Association, and its acronym is SUSTA, S-U-S-T-A. Mm-hmm. And this is the trade association that exists. Uh, it is uh, comprised of members of the State Departments of Agriculture in the southeastern United States. And the sole purpose uh, as a nonprofit is to assist food and agriculture companies promote their products internationally and meet qualified foreign buyers. So uh, I actually serve as vice president of SUSTA at this point in time and uh, serve on the executive board of that agency. And we uh, participate as the state of Mississippi in so many uh, food shows around uh, the the country and around the world. Uh, We are the boots on the ground for SUSTA in Mississippi. Uh, we have companies here in our state that want to grow their ability to sell their products outside our borders across the globe. And so our staff here at the Department of Agriculture have actively managed different trade shows and trade missions in South Korea, for example, Japan, China, Canada, and, and right here in the U.S. There are two different types of shows, outbound shows where our people go and demonstrate their products to other uh, buyers in other countries, and then we have inbound shows where other uh, countries and their their buyers will come to the United States and participate in these food shows. Uh, just last year, one of our Mississippi uh, uh, meat product companies was at the Chicago uh, one of the Chicago food shows, and then we have shows uh, in uh, this is something called the Summer Fancy Food Show in New York City each June. Uh, Mississippi companies that participate in these programs can get uh, some help to attend. Actually, part of the cost is paid for uh, through the SUSTA program. And a lot of companies just don't know where it began to start exporting. So this is a great way to participate and learn about that. Uh, And we're glad to connect folks through the Department of Agriculture to SUSTA to grow their small food business. It seems like it's really something that can open the eyes of the opportunities involved globally, and it's at such a tremendous, uh, easy access point. I, I would imagine uh, you, you got to have more and more people growing and using this every year. Yeah, we do. Uh, but as I mentioned, it's, it's a program that a lot of people have not heard about. So we are, we actually have a constant need for more companies to participate. Uh, for for companies that want to go meet with qualified uh, foreign buyers at trade shows, uh, they, they can do that uh, through this SUSTA program, through our global events. 
And then if the company has a specific country plan where they, they want to market their product, their food product to a specific country, uh, then Susta will actually reimburse 50% of those marketing expenses. So uh, uh, as far as who is eligible, I would encourage people to go look at the website at, uh, at susta.org, S-U-S-T-A dot O-R-G. But companies of all sizes and product lines are eligible. Uh, the product must contain at least 50% U.S. agriculture content or ingredients. Uh, be based here in the southeast and have a label on their product identifying a brand uh, with the U.S. origin statement, such as made in the USA. So check it out at susta.org for those folks out there who have a global vision. Uh, we are here to help. Thank you, Commissioner. This is Rachel. Um, what are some of the reasons that a small business may seem reluctant to explore international markets, and what are some of the things that, that they could do to, to overcome this this challenge or reluctancy? Yeah, uh, some of the reasons folks are, are looking at these these opportunities uh, is because of the fact that, you know, the reality is uh, we are a state of 3 million people, and uh, we, we do produce so much more than we could uh, consume. So we have to sell our products somewhere outside of our borders in a lot of cases. And actually, uh, one out of every three acres of production in the state of Mississippi is destined for exports. So a majority of our, a, a huge amount of our production is going uh, to other countries that feed and clothe the world and also a lot of the growth that we see in terms of consumption is happening in uh, other markets around the world, particularly in Asia. So the SUSTA organization, SUSTA.org, exists to uh, educate companies on how they can participate in that, and uh, it will uh, it will walk them through the getting through the uh, the red tape uh, so that they can promote their products overseas. Some of the issues that may have to be addressed are, for example, uh, uh, testing of the products. Or uh, some some countries require certain products to go through various analysis. Uh, we can help them work through that as well. So whatever the whatever the company's desire is, Susta can help them walk through how to get their product to the country they want to be in. That's awesome. Uh, Commissioner, this is LC. Can you tell us a little bit about how the programs offered through SUSTA are designed to help uh, small food businesses? Yeah, the, the, pro- the programs are designed to, to connect our local Mississippi food companies with real-life buyers. These are not just people who are potentially looking at buying products, but they are actually there to purchase Mississippi products uh, products that are food products based here in, in our state made of our uh, agriculture products. So we, uh, through SUSTA, educate our companies on how to participate, how to sign up. Uh, we give them the different opportunities. There's actually a calendar of trade missions that is on the SUSTA website. You can see all the, not only the outbound missions, but the inbound missions. There are shows that are held every year, for example, here in, in Florida, in Chicago, and in, in New York. And uh, we've had Mississippi businesses uh, participate in each of those. And there are literally uh, thousands of people who will come through those shows who are looking for 
specific types of food products to sell in their country. And uh, we've had testimonials of businesses here in Mississippi that have have, have successfully sold uh, large quantities of our Mississippi-made food products uh, in these other countries. So how to get there? Again, I would encourage people to go to susta.org to check it out. That's, those are lots of great opportunities, Commissioner, for, for any food business out there to reach global markets. And uh, it's just one of the five things that you guys do so well at MDAC. We want to we get you to tell us another one. We're, just, we're sitting here on, on pins. You know, we want to know all these different yeah. things. What, tell us another one. What's another way that MDAC can help a food business grow right here in Mississippi? Well, thank you. I'm glad to, to uh, talk about our, our genuine Mississippi program. Mm-hmm. Not only are we promoting Mississippi products around the world through international trade programs and SUSTA, but uh, we are finding a huge demand here locally among our people for Mississippi products. Uh, genuine Mississippi is our state branding initiative developed by the Department of Agriculture and Commerce to identify and brand our Mississippi products. Uh, really, not only are we promoting products, but we're promoting the stories of our hardworking, creative Mississippians and their products uh, to increase public awareness of our locally grown, raised, crafted, and made products. And at the same time, we're building a database for those global customers around the world. Uh, you can go to uh, GenuineMS.com, GenuineMS.com. That is a one-stop shop to find really any kind of Mississippi product folks may be interested in, whether it's a grown product, produce, uh, uh, raised, or crafted, or made, whatever the nature of the product, uh, it's there at GenuineMS.com. Commissioner, this is Rachel again. Who is eligible to be in the the Genuine Mississippi program and take uh, take advantage of all those opportunities that it offers? Well, the, the only requirement is uh, you've got to have a product that is grown, raised, crafted, or made right here in Mississippi. And uh, if you don't have a product, folks can still become an associate member. These might be uh, a restaurant that incorporates Mississippi ingredients and in, in their uh, food offerings or a retailer that sells some genuine Mississippi product, an agritourism operation, farmer's market or any association that wants to support Mississippi agriculture. But uh, to be a full-fledged member, the bottom line is you have a product that is made, grown, crafted, raised right here in our state. That's great. Um, Commissioner, this is Elsie again. You you mentioned the database for those who are involved globally and that Genuine Mississippi is, is uh, well to promote the public awareness for these small businesses. But can you tell me, how else the program helps food businesses in our state? Sure. Uh, Genuine Mississippi is a response to what we see as a growing demand for, for local food. Now more than ever, uh, people want to know where their food is coming from, want to connect with their local farmer, want to purchase uh, that product and support the local communities. And when a company becomes a Genuine Mississippi member, they're going to get a brand of authenticity, a, a brand, literally, that goes on their product. It's a great-looking brand, too. It's genuine Mississippi. And uh, that stamp of authenticity tells that consumer, this is Mississippi-grown, it's Mississippi-made, it's raised, 
uh, and we can have confidence that we are supporting our local communities and getting that fresh product that people are looking for uh, today. At the same time, those that are participating as genuine Mississippi members on our website, it's all online, fully integrated with social media uh, platforms. Uh, every member can create their own profile and update that profile to tell their story about their products, uh, the, the processes that they use, the, the values that they hold, and uh, also mapping capabilities capabilities to show where folks can purchase their product for a small business that does not have a website this gives them a web presence and uh, our genuine mississippi team is actively promoting our members all the time across the state and in other parts of the country to get products in front of potential buyers i'll give you an example uh, we hosted an event at the state fair the state's largest event uh, held right here at the fairgrounds and we had our genuine Mississippi booth up with all of our featured products there. You'd be surprised how many people came by and said, we didn't know we could buy rice that's grown here in Mississippi. And now they know. Uh, and for anybody who's listening, you can just go online to genuinems.com and you'll be surprised what you can uh, find that is Mississippi grown. Commissioner, you you mentioned rice uh, as an example here. Uh, some of the businesses that are in their program. Are, are there some other examples you can share? Oh yeah, yeah. Let me give you a few uh, examples. We've got, as I mentioned, uh, rice that's grown here. Mushrooms. You can buy beef, pork, lamb, poultry products from our members. Uh, all kinds of good desserts: cheesecakes, gelato cakes, shortbread cookies, candies. Uh, seasonal, uh, you know, goodies. You can find them online. There's spices and seasonings, sauces, grits. About that, Mississippi, Mississippi grown and crafted grits. Uh, salsa. We've got uh, craft beverages and honey, eggs, produce, popcorn, catfish. Of course, we're number one in catfish. Dairy products, coffee, and even tea grown right here in the state of Mississippi. I could go on and on, but uh, bottom line is if you want to buy it, uh, you can find it at GenuineMS.com. I tell you, I, I'm hungry. Yeah, After, he- after hearing all that, you, <laughs> you led off with uh, rice and then went right into beef and then cheesecakes. I thought you that was it. the meal, but uh, there's even it's more, hard. and that's, that's a lot of products. That, that's helping a lot of those companies get, like you mentioned, a web presence when maybe they can't, maybe they're just starting up, maybe they haven't launched out to do their own website. This is certainly going to give them a, a way to test those waters and to get more involved and be seen by more customers. So that's it. The first episode is done. Uh, Commissioner Andy Gibson uh, joined us for that. Looking forward to episode two where he comes back and explains more things that you can do to grow your food business in Mississippi. And uh, we hope you'll join us for the next part of that particular interview. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Building a Vibrant Community podcast, where we help people discover new ways to make their communities vibrant communities.